Welcome back to Pancreas Pals, a podcast by diabetics for diabetics. I'm Emily, a writer and editor. And I'm Miriam, a licensed mental health counselor. We're just two women trying to live our best diabetic lives. While it might not always be easy due to the literal highs and lows, it always helps to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hello and welcome to Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. And I'm Christy. We're just two gals in our 20s trying to live our best type 1 diabetic lives. Every week we tackle a new topic from the diabetic perspective. Although we offer tips, we are not medical professionals, but we also offer plenty of anecdotes and general thoughts about how to embrace the type 1 lifestyle on your own terms. It's not always easy to do through all of the literal highs and lows, but it does help to have a pancreas pal to turn to. Hey guys, welcome to this week's issue of Pancreas Pals. I'm Emily. I'm Christy. And today with us we have nonprofit JDRF lobbyist, president of New York City's Youth Leadership Council chapter, Andrew Mika. Welcome. Micah, I can't pronounce his last okay. name. Thanks for having me. He hates me. It's like No, weird. no, I don't hate you at all. I think you're fantastic. And I think it's great you guys are doing this, so that's why I'm here. Awesome. So we wanted to talk to you a little bit about the YLC, the Youth mm-hmm. Leadership Council, and you just want to start talking about how positive you think it is. And I, I think next. it's the greatest thing in that I, everyone in every city should, with diabetes, should be part of one. Um, you know, not for a lot of people. I mean, let's let's talk about what it is for a second. The YLC is a JDRF-sponsored program for generally people under 35 to help raise money for JDRF, but also use as a social outlet for diabetes. Um, and, you know, one, for people without diabetes to learn more about it, which is incredibly important, but two, for people with diabetes to have friends and have some community and, and be able to, to kind of, you know, it plays right into what you guys are doing here, to listen and learn and, and you know, not eat carbs together. <laughs> or figure out how to bolus for carbs. Yeah, like, you know, just bolus all day. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's what it is. And I think if you have... They're, they're in a ton of cities around the U.S., but um, they're difficult to do and they're difficult to build. And it takes a lot of work. So if, if there's someone listening that wants to build one, they, they should start. I, I recommend it. They're I, a lot of fun. I know I joined, I think it was in September. Um, and we mm-hmm. have monthly meetings, so the time commitment's really what you make of it. But I've loved meeting everyone in it. And last week's guest person was Miriam, who I met through the YLC, and she's amazing, so you should listen to episode two, but Andrew's really welcoming, and... Oh, the, I try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really bad with names and faces, though, like, I, I but, have to admit. I do flashcards. Oh, you're so much better than I am. I just pretend like I know someone. Anyways, <laughs> I just don't say their name, but we also do, like, happy hours and stuff like that after every meeting, and it's very much a social thing for us, so can you tell us a little bit about your role in it like when you began and what drew you to it other than the obvious everything you just said sure I mean I um as a person like I naturally I think have a knack and like to build things I've built and sold a company um I've built more that I haven't sold I've grown teams and so when when I, I was living in, um, so I graduated college, I went to school in Rhode Island, and I'm from the New York City area, and I moved back, um, and I was kind of looking for, for a nonprofit to get involved in, um, 
and I didn't, I, I didn't really know about JDRF actually at the time, and I didn't find much, but nonetheless, I was only here for a little while, and I moved down to Washington, D.C. Um, to, for a job, and I met someone down there that was part of JDRF Advocacy, which is JDRF has a, has a branch. They have a full dedicated, um, you call it lobbying, but lobbying branch. I don't think we like to use that word because it has a negative connotation to it. It shouldn't, but it does. And um, they have this full, full arm dedicated to working with the government. And JDRF actually each year gets about $150 million from the government to disperse for research and at different facilities around the country. Um, so I met someone who was a volunteer for that part of JDRF, and they drew me to that, and I loved it. It is one of the most fulfilling things on the face of the planet. Um, it's, I mean, people are in tears. And, and to watch everyone like go there for a total common goal and a massive one out of the... the so last year, JDRF raised $100 million on their own and then got $150 million from the government. So it's a significant portion of research for diabetes that comes from the government. And to have all these people there, it was 200 people, attack the hill. Literally, it's, it's like a, you know, it's a storm of people. It's like antibodies um, to your pancreas. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it is. I like Just that joke. swarm. Um, I was going to use like a war reference, but that was much better. Um, <laughs> And, and they did a fantastic, and, and every year they do an awesome job. So I did that, and but that's, they only do that, and they really only need you a couple times a year. You know, like, well, they don't need a volunteer in Congress every day. So I was looking for other ways to get involved down there, and I learned about the YLC. And when I was down there, the New York one was kind of like this, like, prestige, like, ooh, like, they're really great. Um, <laughs> yeah, to, I learned they really weren't, but... Um, so they are now though, cause we're the best yeah, I to be like, and that was years ago. And, um, so yeah, I joined this YLC down there that had like four or five people and they were doing some, some small events, but it went well. And then I had the opportunity to move back here. So I did, and I wanted to continue everything I was doing. So I went to a YLC meeting here and there were eight people and they weren't talking about fundraising or diabetes. So they were talking about like. I don't even remember what it was. They weren't um, talking about diabetes? Barely, no. They were talking about, like, like just, like, other things. And, and I was kind of like, all right, like, what am I doing here? Like, what, what goes on here? Like, yeah. Um, and, and again, like, of the eight people there, like, four of them or three of them were maybe T1D. So, like, a meeting or two later, this guy joins, this guy walks in. His name's John Stopel. And John's become a mentor and, like, one, one of my closest friends. Um, and he kind of said the same thing. So we ended up actually working in the same building. He was like three or four floors below me, and I knew the company that he worked for. So I reached out to him, and we put together a plan that we sent to the chapter that we said we'd like to run YLC like a business. We said we both, John worked at a hedge fund, so he knew how companies run, he invested in them. I was a banker at the time, along with running a startup. So it was the same thing, I knew what I was doing. So we put together this whole plan, and the chapter said, all right, go for it. Like what, like, what do we have to lose? Um, so we started outreach and recruitment and we took the YLC from at the time I said they're like eight people they did $60,000 and now like you know it's rare that we see under 20 people at a meeting um, it's it's rare I mean we see between 30 and 50 we now see 10 inquiries a week we, we you know we, we self-fund it but we started our own website which has been like a gold mine for us we've taken one night our annual event from like I think they had like 90 people the year I did it to now like if we 
you know, like we're going to get 500 people this year. Um, we're going to raise like 200, we're anticipating to raise $200,000 this year rather than the 60 we did the year I started. So building, but, but it's all because we built, you know, not only did we build what I like to call an, a well-oiled fundraising machine, but like we built a community and we focused YLC more. Um, we ran it more like a business, a very social impacting and community driven business, but it, the bottom lines are very business-based principles and, and we run it as a democratic group, um, you know, a democratic, repu- yeah. a democratic <laughs> republic, everyone votes. And it's been one of the most fulfilling and, I mean, interesting things that I've ever done and that I think a person with diabetes can do. I mean, I second that. And back, you know, the website, Sean did such a good job building the website. Yeah. I have people... Dude, Sean, for the website, like, we wanted someone to build a website. I sent an email out to our list. I was like, hey, and I, I knew Sean. Sean has no website building experience. Are you see, I thought that Sean, was his job. No, Sean came to me and was like, I want to learn this. Can I do it? And I said, yes. That doesn't surprise me. And this all. website is like, one, Sean's one of the most trusting people I know. Like, he just has like an A, like an a plus in my book. And like, this website crushes it. He it's did amazing. like, yeah. yeah and and he great. puts his whole life into it. Yeah. Like, every second he has free. And it's gotten him, he was involved last year, but he wasn't like, like Sean and I go back and forth every single day now. Yeah. Like there's not one day that I don't go talk to him about what we're doing for YLC or the website or one night. By the way, anyone listening, if you haven't bought your ticket, May 18th, New York City, marquee, biggest diabetes party of the year, <laughs> one night NYC.com, buy your ticket now. Food, so is, Sh- is Sean your pancreas pal? Yeah, Sean Carr, I have I have so many pancreas pals. He's, he's my, pretty popular pancreas. My my biggest pancreas pal though has a pancreas. My girlfriend Monica, throw her there. She um. She's pancreas. I mean, she's like my my biggest supporter, and like she's awesome. She's actually like I met her once, and I already like I'm ready to propose to her. She's amazing. I, that's <laughs> she's a great. Person. He's like that's heavy. That's creepy. But... Sounds like she's taken him, but uh. <laughs> Damn. Anyways, Sorry. moving on. Yeah, She's great. But I think Sean's probably in your top ten. He is. Sean's an awesome person and um, has, like, stepped it up so much this year. We wouldn't – the YLC wouldn't be what it is without him. I mean, it wouldn't be what it is without any of our members. But, like, the impact he's had, especially being able to, like – He we'll worked at the table like, at the summit. Yeah, I mean, I asked him to. Like, yeah. that's, and he was, like, totally, he's like, like – yeah. He's like, yeah, like, he's authentic. He he's a game player. Um, but his, like – being able to take the the YLC online, like yeah. we didn't have a home base for a while, and using socials more, and like the reach we have now yeah. has made us so much bigger. It's it's amazing when you can use technology as a tool like that for a greater good. That's the whole point, I think, of these things. It's not to, nest, you know, like there are many points to, and you can use it for what you want. But if I'm able to use it for for philanthropy and yeah. it costs me nothing, this is amazing. What it a is. fantastic resource. Yeah. And I mean, what's great about JDRF as, you know, philanthropy is that you see results. Like when, yeah. you know, everything from working on the bionic pancreas to the artificial pancreas, mm. it's the money's actually working and going places. JDRF is like 100% one of the most um, clear and like translucent? Is transparent. It trans- transparent, yeah. yeah. Translucent is when you can see through a water cup, right? We're not too technically savvy, but no, translucent's when like light can shine through, and it's you can't see completely through it, but transparent's completely yes. through. Yes, see there we go. Yeah, they're one of the most transparent organizations out there. It's that journalism, um, and you can read. I mean, like you can read everything they do, and it's fantastic knowing like 
where the money's going. The $150 million we get from Congress comes out in a report. Anyone, anywhere can access it right. and see exactly where every dollar goes. And that, I think, makes a huge difference for people. It's also, you know, like, only 20%, I think, of our, of what we fundraise goes to overhead. Right. Which, again, is awesome. Like, 80% of that, of almost $300 million, goes to Air Research. There's, they're, like, one of the top 10 charitable organizations, and, and I'm don't want to state something that's false, but I believe that's true, so we can caveat that <laughs> We can fact-check that. Um, and I've, yeah, you should. Um, <laughs> but I know they're, they're very much up there that Forbes ranks them as one of like the top organizations yeah. like I that. mean, even the people that work for it, so many of them either have type 1 or have mm-hmm. like, you know, a loved one with type 1 yeah. or... I mean, or Chelsea, who's just such like a loving person. And I mean, yeah, they have, they have awesome <laughs> They're amazing, there. everyone they there. They give their lives, too. Yeah, and but, everyone's accessible, too. Yeah, yeah. They're and only that's, an email away. I, I mean, like, the, the, CEO, the CEO of the whole organization. Which is how like, I got involved. Is, is, yeah, that's how we found you. Is like Thanks, Dad. One of, like... He's not the CEO. <laughs> yeah. Derek Rapp, that's yeah. his name. You can Google him. Um, Great guy. Is, like... Re- not res- Emily's dad. Not re- my dad. No, <laughs> response, response to my emails within 24 hours. The fact that I can email him, he knows my face, I know his wife, his daughter runs a YLC in Seattle. Shout out to Helen. Top notch. Um, you go, Helen. Yeah, she's awesome. I mean, their whole family does it. And, like... There and even the chief mission officer Aaron Kolowski, like, just is always open, always on, ready to talk at any point. Grabs coffee with me, like. I think that's an indication of an amazing organization. I agree with you completely. I yeah. mean, that mm-hmm. was honestly, I this is I know you're gonna not be pleased with me to saying this, but in college, you know, I know Boston has a YLC. I know mm-hmm. Boston has. Guys, I didn't do a YLC in college. I like I, but if I can, but now that I know there's one, I can crush your hands. You didn't, because you gave me a fair amount of sass at the beginning of this episode for not being in one. Yeah. He supports Interesting. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Um, I think that in college, it's especially a really hard time. And I think that College Diabetes Network, which is another great thing that's, mm-hmm. you know, its own subset. It's not involved with YLC, but and it's not even really involved with JDRF at all. But it's a, CDN? Yeah. College Diabetes Network? They have no technical no affiliation. affiliation. Right. So it's it's a great resource. And I know when I was a senior at Boston University, I tried really hard to like start, not necessarily start, but no one was starting one. And I kept emailing, you know, people at Jocelyn and the head of stuff, the head of, the head of whoever does that. Places and, and things. Yeah. Um, and they were just really like, oh my God, yeah, someone needs to start that. And no one was really helping me with that. Like I, we had one meeting, I think, and like three kids showed up and at BU, I know there were more type one diabetics than three of us. Like statistically speaking out of 16,000 undergrads, there's gotta be more. Um, yeah, I don't think I knew one in college. Really? I knew Christy. No, I did. I knew, um, I knew one, but um, we never talked about diabetes. Yeah. I don't think, like, he really took care of himself, but, like... That's rough. I um, mean, I know yeah. for me, like, we were both diagnosed later. Oh, you were I diagnosed was, at... I was 11. 11. Yeah. So, Christy was diagnosed at 17. Um, listen to her diagnosis story. It's on, on the website. Um, but, oh, I think that's my CGM. That's beeping. Whatever. Should, um, that's not really... We're doing it. You should check that. It's not my CGM. It's my Omnipod. I'm okay. It's just telling me that I need to change it in a few hours. Um, Those those words are not interchangeable. I don't know why I use them like they are, but they're different entities. Anyways, (laughs) I don't even know what. Not soon. I mean, you can get JDRF closed loop closed loop closed loop system. system. Yeah. 
I uh, can't get on board with tubing. I'm too much of a wimp. I have nothing, so. Yeah, he does injections. So does Christy. Hey. Christy does injections. What's up? <laughs> yep. All about those pen needles. Not the syringes, though. <laughs> no, no syringes. Um, what, which, which insulin do you, which pens do you use? Novolog and Lantus. Got it, yeah. I use, I'm the opposite. Trace- have you heard of Traceba? No. You haven't heard that either. kind of new. It's super long-lasting so and super edge. stable. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's like it changed my life. So, so I was taking, um, I was taking five injections a day, two Lantus, and then I use Umalog, and then two like two Lantus. Yeah, so I couldn't. I take so this is. I was taking was taking twenty two units of Lantus a day, and I would take eleven in the morning and like eleven like um, in the afternoon, like because Lantus. And no one listening can see my hands, but it spikes. <laughs> so it has it has like you know a couple spikes of the day. And, and although they say it's long lasting and stable, it's not perfect. Right. So my lantus would like spike at night if I took too much, and there were issues with it. And then you know I took a shot for like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. But what's interesting though, because for breakfast I only eat I only eat eggs, so there's no carbs. So it was right. like uh, okay. But anyway, my my A one Cs were good, and you know that was it. So. Um, but then my doctor, I changed doctors, and my doctor told me about this insulin produced by Nova Nordic called Traceba. That's a little longer lasting, and it's more stable. It's interesting. Um, and I was actually able to cut down the amount of insulin that I take. I went from 21 to 20. I mean, 22 to 20, sorry. And I only have to take one shot of it now. That's what a change, also, what, what changed even more, though, is that I don't have to take morning insulin if my blood sugar is good. That was a game changer. Going from five shots to three shots a day was like a, like a whole new world for me. Um, you know, I guess that makes sense though if you're stable and you're not eating carbs. Yeah, it was. We're <laughs> um, gonna break out into was, song and dance. Yeah, I would was, definitely support that. It was awesome. It was like, I mean, like there was there was one day. Um, so I just ran the New York City Half Marathon for JDRF. Congrats. Um, thank He's like you. very talented in his athleticism. That's I awesome. Am, I am not coordinated. He All went to Soul Cycle today. I did. I did. I, like, I love I want... that. My roommate loves Soul Cycle. It's just... a lot of fun. I haven't tried it. I'm scared. It's on my you it's should. on my list of things. Mm-hmm. I just like uh, I don't know. I'm so weird with my workouts. I just like to yeah. be on my own time. If someone was like, speed up, I would just like resent them and slow down. <laughs> I mean, like, same, honestly. <laughs> I, I, Monica's the same way. Um, she she didn't go. She, I went with a buddy today. But so, um, but anyway, there's like one for training for that, you had to run a lot. And there are some days that I was running so much. There's one day I didn't take insulin until like 3 p.m. And my blood sugars were just straight up awesome. And I was like, oh my God, like, like it was, it was kind of moving, which was kind of weird because I'm not like an emotional person. Oh, moving! Yeah, it was. You don't have a CGM. How it was, was it like? It was so like like when it hit me, I was yeah. like, wow! Like I don't remember the last time that I have gone that long without an injection. That's like when I take my both of my pumps off at the same time, like the CGM, my yeah, Dexcom, and my Omnipod, because I have to change that. Like yeah. it'll line up. It's like uh-huh. a purple unicorn. Like once every three months or something right. like that, it'll line up, and I'm like. Oh my god! And I immediately just take a shower, and I'm like, I don't have to worry about anything. This is amazing. Do you have to take those off each time you shower? No, I don't. It's just like you. It's just yeah. You're like like washing your arm, and you feel something. And I'm like, why is this on my arm? And I'm like, oh right, I'm diabetic (laughs) with an Omnipod, which you know is great, but yeah, teach their own. Yeah, yeah, totally. Very interesting. I'd like to see a study done on like, emotional standpoint of, uh, like, um, not Omnipod, but, um, 
pump users versus injection users. You know what I mean? Because I feel like a lot of people are that do injections are a lot less self-conscious about their diabetes. People who do injections are a lot less self-conscious. Um... I'm the wrong person to ask about that. Yeah, I'm just saying. In <laughs> like, general. I make it a point to take insulin in public, like at restaurants, <laughs> because like that's yeah. where I am. Like, I make it a point, like, to I mean, check my blood do... sugar all the time. Oh, like, that that yeah. I feel like if you can't, and Miriam kind of like chastised me last time for saying this, but if you can't handle me taking my blood sugar, like, you don't deserve to hang out with me. I mean, I know I know people with diabetes who didn't want to be like, who their blood sugars were good too. They're just different people. Yeah, and I mean, like different. that's. It's not me, but, like, that's, you know. I mean, there are times that, like, if I'm at a business meeting, I'm not going to sit and like, right. check my blood. Like anything, else in, like, like anything else in life, there's a time and place. Um, yeah. But, like, I think, you know, like, but I'm very open about it. Yeah. I mean, mm. I think that's how you but educate I, the masses is right. being able to answer questions and being open about it. Yeah, and only wearing JDRF t-shirts. You, like, exclusively wear JDRF. Um, but, yeah, they're, like, you know. <laughs> Gotta be my, consistent. It's my line. It's my image. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, listen, I know people though that like, that take pills, that won't take pills in public. Like they're kind of, people, everyone's different. Heavily medicated and always. You yeah. just gotta be okay with it. Not like really. injections, pills, whatever. Teacher. Yeah. I wouldn't, I would not say that I'm less self-conscious. I'm probably more self-conscious when I do a shot in public just cause like you never know how someone else word. sees it. It might look like I'm yeah. shooting up heroin or oh my something. God. I had, I, this is one of the reasons why I changed to, to my pump is because I had such bad track marks because I'm mm-hmm. so pale. It would literally... Really? It was, it was really bad. Wow. You would wear your pump over here? No. That's why I switched over to the pump. Because, oh. Because, like, I'd be doing injections t- in my thighs. Oh. I'm I mean, pale I, everywhere. I have scar tissue that, like, isn't yeah. going to go away, but, like... Yeah. Oh, yeah. My... I've had to tr- I've had to train myself to start testing my blood sugar on my right hand because I only did my left hand for so long because the calluses are so bad. Mm-hmm. So I've swapped over, and now I'm... I've, 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 never cha- I've never changed hands 16 years and it's the same same four fingers really? yeah I don't know I, I changed hands my, well, calluses, so- my calluses got so bad I had to I don't sometimes I get a little Boston. bit bruisey what? I think the how, we'd freeze though like the problem was in Boston I know like I it was harder for me to like get oh, I'd have to use heart, like higher because our hands are so dry it's yeah, no, speak. my hands are hard. My hands are <laughs> constantly dry, so I'm sure that contributes to it. Sometimes I get bruises if I am doing too many shots at the same place, but I'm a really big advocate for vitamin E oil. I need so to get if I that. notice if I notice that I have a bruise or like my skin is starting to harden in a certain spot, I go right for the vitamin E oil. Really? It's like hold, a charm. I'm writing this down. My endo told I've never me that too. Yeah, it's like a trick it's of the really trade. Funny. And you only you need like the tiniest little bit, so it's not like you, you need break to like open the capsules and goop it on it your skin. Vitamin, oh, I no, I just get a I just get a bottle of it. Vitamin E bottle. oil. Yeah. Vitamin vitamin E oil. I just get straight okay. up bottles of it. I don't bother with any oh. any capsules. They told me I think I complained. I was like I can't afford to buy all these vitamins and use them multiple times. A day. No, it's it's they were like it's oh, not just expensive. break open the capsules. It's definitely less expensive to get the bottle. I never spend more than ten, and one small them. bottle will last you a really long time. Honestly, if I'm having like a spa night for myself i'll put on a face mask and with all of my like callous little fingers i'll just sit on the couch Aww. only you guys can see what i'm doing i put on vitamin e oil and i just sit there like this <laughs> and i just like rub the vitamin e oil into my fingers it works really Diabetic really well That's a great but idea. i don't want scars i yeah i have now i have i have scars from my shot stays and then my omnipod i think there's got to be something about the the heaviness of it i don't know but 
I have scars from that, but not nearly as bad as my shots because I was no, I, I was getting hematomas. It was bad. I go think I was for using the, vi- the wrong size needles. I had go a really for the bad vitamin doctor. E oil because it's so much less expensive. Like I know that they have Mederma and like scar specific creams, but that right. stuff gets so expensive, and you definitely need more of it. But just like it's a like little bit of vitamin E oil is yeah. the way to go. Yeah. What's in it is a ton of vitamin E oil. That's why. That's uh, Christy approved right there. Yes. Recommendation for all your scars. <laughs> Hit her up. <laughs> well, I I'll, think... t- I'll tell them vitamin E oil every time so like we can talk about it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's, gonna that's be the something new. I had no idea. Yeah. Well, we're all about discovering things with our pancreas pals on that note. <laughs> I think we're going to wrap it up. But thanks for having or No, that was the wrong word. Uh, uh... I think you thanks guys for are coming. coming, but I'm um, thanks for having me. It's just fun. I think um, this is a great idea you guys started, and you know, hopefully, yesterday at the we are at the JDRF T one D summit, and I think you met a lot of cool people. Yeah. And hopefully, you have on here. Yeah. I think if you have Elliot, that would be Elliot from Good Glucose. Amazing. Um, I'm that excited. would be really cool. Yeah. And yeah, there's a bunch of cool people. I think you should definitely have um, Libby. Libby, yeah, yeah. She's, she's so gonna, cool. She's gonna be a riot for this. You're not gonna she, stop I know. laughing. I know. She's. Um, She's awesome. She's, yeah. uh, what's her handle on Instagram? Again? I have the sugars. Yeah, she's and... she's real about it. She's one of those grammars. We were talking about this with Miriam last week, like having number shaming with some of the Instagrammers that are constantly like having a straight line and it's like uh-huh. this ridiculous stuff and like posting it every five seconds. She's one of those people that is like so real. She'll post pictures of her bruises from her Omnipod or her like whatever. I don't even think Wait, she's let's let's talk about that though. Like, I listen. If we if this is only meant to be kept a half hour, like otherwise we could go all day. <laughs> um, but if and you could edit, you know, whatever you guys do. But like, there are people on Instagram who like like if you think about it from a, like so people edit their pictures to make lives look a certain way. We know this. It's now like all like it's 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 actually become a problem in some instances right. for people take take it for what you will and like you know everyone like deals with things differently but you've heard that you think there are people that like only post good numbers like like no they, these are people that have great control over their diabetes and okay. they're killing it and good okay. for them but we were talking to Miriam about like the mental health implications of that and how you know it's just like I following just, a Victoria's Secret model yeah, to make yeah. you feel bad about and, your own and, body. And it and, does for yeah. some people, which um, like you know, good for them that they're in that shape. Yeah, but, but you like, know, I guess you also have the choice to follow them or not. Exactly, follow them. that's like the whole thing. So uh-huh. one of Miriam's points was, and she she actually brought this up. I think I don't know. I have to play it back, but she was yeah, like. She did. Yeah, she was like, I know these are Miriam's words, so. Which are very smart words. I yeah, mean, she's, she along with Sean, by the way, the YLC would not happen without Miriam. She runs, She's our new she membership chair. Yeah. The, the 10 inquiries we get a week, Miriam Fields follows up with. I mean, like, she's awesome. I mean, there's an, there, you know, I could list people for days. Sophia. Yeah. We, that's, um, there's I mean, so like, many different types of people in that group, too. Like, the, I would have never met Sean, I would have never met you. So yeah, I said that was probably bad. But what? no, you wouldn't. Um, like, I wouldn't have yeah. met like sh- like people like became some of my Talia. best friends. Yeah, yeah, I mean Talia's helped so much. Like, but but uh, Matt Roan, Mark, Gavin, like people who now I've known for three, four years, yeah. who like not only have changed my life but have helped grow this with me. But part of I've gone to a bunch of talks about having a diverse board and yeah. how important it is that you have people from all walks of life and it and it is we have the finance people and the ticket sales people but we also have people who come in like Greer okay. Bro, Bre, Greer Beauregard with a great idea to do a, a yoga series and then Sean Tate t- even though like Sean has again no background in building a website but built the website but Lala Jackson who yeah. has who who's a graphics graphic she also marketer. has a book out shout out to what her. is she have? she has, she just published a book. I, I didn't even know that. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, but like, Follow her you know, on Instagram. <laughs> who has an awesome, 
I like we needed marketing. I can't like I, I don't know how to design something on a computer, but she does. Yeah. You know, but like no, but so so having just like an they all have diabetes. No, it's How great. wild is that? Like, but you like, guys have like a pancreas pod going. Yeah. On. Oh my god. We so have, it's more of a street gang, if you will. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, if there's a fight, so like, you know, you don't want to like, you know, you, if you punch me on my side, it's not gonna hurt. <laughs> there's just nothing there. There's nothing there. We're empty. Yeah. We said. All of us. That's no how it works. Like, no body shots. Oh my god. But um, yeah. What a group. And like, Good what crew. like looking back on it, like what a way to build something. And like anyone that like, if there's anyone listening, like if there's not one in your city, like Heartline, do it. email us info at jdrfyoungleadersnyc.com. Um, we'll Miriam me. or me will respond. And like I've coached, what was that? <laughs> Hopefully Miriam. She, those ones, <laughs> some of them she forwards to me. But like I've I've helped a couple of these groups like. Get up and get going. Yeah. Um, you know, South Jersey is like one of my favorite. I knew the kids that wanted to do it in South Jersey. They're not kids. Um, they're great guys. And we got them up and going, like doing another one of these. We recently we had someone from central New Jersey um, from the JDRF chapter that comes to one of our meetings so we could talk more about how to do this. We also have a lot of great guests. Yeah, uh, guest speakers we, um, too. we do an awesome guest speaker series having Jeff Dacus from One Drop, One Drop. Lauren Bongiorno, who's a T1D health coach, also on Instagram. What a great name. Yeah. She has an amazing name. I was like, how do you pronounce it? She was like, just how you think. And <laughs> it was, was like, amazing. Right. He said that like in the middle of the meeting, and there were probably, what, like 40 people there? Yeah, I don't even yeah. know. And we were all like, touche, touche. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, we've had Derek Rapp come and speak. Again, like, we're a bunch of, like, an awesome CEO who is the head of M&A at a very large company came in and talked to a group of 20-year-olds on his free time. Some 30s. Some 30s, fair. At, like, you know, 7.30 p.m. at night on a Tuesday. After a full day's work. Yeah. And he has family. Yeah. And, yeah. His his wife, shout out to Emily, is also really awesome. She has a Um, great name, so. Emily Rapp? My name's Emily. That's true. Oh right. my I God. Just, sorry. <laughs> I right, just met that, him today. <laughs> on that note, we probably should wrap this up. We're heading towards our half oh, yeah. hour mark. Oh, well, thanks. Thank this you for having guys. me. I was, I'm thrilled. This was so great. We'll have you back if you uh, if we weren't too harsh on you. No, you guys were great. I, I mean, I, we could do this all. We could do this all day. Yeah. Well, uh, we're gonna record. You're gonna hear more about his diagnosis story. Um, touch a little bit on that, but it's a good story. I'm excited to hear it. So me too. It's, I mean, it's, I'll listen to the recording of it later, but still, <laughs> it's really it's the reason it's the reason why I got involved in like still my main mission with JDRF, which is like to make right. sure no one has to go through like life should always be getting better for people with diabetes every I day, agree. no matter how good your diagnosis was or how easy it is for you to take care of it. And again, I've heard stories of kids who don't have to check their blood sugar anymore because they have Dexcoms. From day one. Like, how cool is that? But, like, like every day it should be getting better, and that should yeah. be, like, like that's my, like... Christy's diagnosis so. story made me want to help people because oh, of how gosh. horrible hers was. Oh, jeez. <laughs> it's not like yours was a walk in the park either, but... No. I, mean, I don't know if yeah. anybody's is. Like, yeah, it could it's not be like, like you just slide into diabetes. Yeah. It's like you jump off. Yeah. What are you doing today? I don't micro check if I have diabetes. Yeah, it's like, whatever. <laughs> just yeah. some ketones. Anyways, on that note, hope you don't have ketones. Please follow us on Instagram at pancreas underscore pals because someone already had at pancreas pals and they're not using their account. And I'm not angry at all. It's like, whatever. Um, We're a little bitter. I would be too. Yeah. Start messaging them. 
Call it's Instagram. It's okay. We, we threw in an underscore. Yeah, to so underscore So we're Grace greatness. underscore pals. Yeah. Nice. Boom, there it is. All oh. the cool kids have underscores. It's okay. I've okay, seen well, stay warm in Boston. Miss you. Have fun. Well, Wait, did so it, much fun, did it snow up there on Saturday? Yeah, and today it's, like, gorgeous and beautiful. It snowed Friday and Saturday. Everyone was like, what to heck? And then today it's, like, gorgeous out. It feels like spring. It was That's weird. I remember when I graduated in May, so it wasn't that long ago, um, it was, there was still some snow like frozen yeah that's what's confusing me is there was like there were mounds of snow outside of my apartment literally yesterday and then when I came home from the food store today I just was walking through puddles it's bizarre like get it together Boston it's fine thanks for having me guys I had a blast oh you're always had a blast too all right bye guys Bye. bye